Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Um, so this is episode actually 42. We're almost to 50, and I can't believe it. And we're coming up to a year that we've actually been recording The Safe Space podcast. So it's kind of crazy. I don't know if anybody, Josiah, you were actually our first guest. Is that insane? Who knows which is I still with us? I was speaking from my head, and it seems like it's not working. I just said it's very like beautiful and it's very insane and how how far we've come. Right? We went from like you, me, Carissa, Marcus to now. So that's four. And now there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight people we've doubled. And we can't we continuously keep growing, which is awesome. Um, so though the time that this episode is gonna get released, we've had two episodes of the men taking over on the podcast. How is that for you guys? The men taking over. So how was it, guys? Like you so you guys took over the podcast for two episodes. Yeah, it was great because we had a lot of good ideas and we had a lot of input on our topics and like Mr. Br- Mr. Chris, our host and everything. Yeah, he did a great job. Great job giving us questions. He was challenging a lot of us and he was just teasing our brain with these questions that we haven't experienced before. So it was a great session. Yeah, I really do hope everybody takes time to listen to the men's episodes. I really enjoyed everything you guys had to say. I think you guys did a really great job and you know, you guys were really honest, I have to say. Um, girls, I think we need to have our own episode. Yeah. Yes. We're going to take over and, you know. Yeah. Okay, Jonathan. <laughs> Nielsen, were you going to say something? The first day that, like, that the men did the, you know, the podcast, like, the first day, that was my favorite podcast out of the whole thing. What, during the men's episode? Yeah, during the men's, men's episode. It was really fun. It was really fun. What made it so fun for you? The questions. Okay. Just a question. I, you know what? I could tell because the fact was you seemed a lot more relaxed. Yeah. You know, you seemed a lot more open about a lot of things. Yeah. It was a chill session. It did. It seemed like it. You guys were just like really relaxed. And I was like, okay. Just having a conversation to be honest. So it makes me feel like I have to get better at my hosting skills. (laughs) (sighs) Maybe that's what I have to do. Cause you guys were very, um, it was just, it was very interesting to hear, hear the men's perspective on a lot of things. And I just want to thank you guys for being so, you know, open and accepted the challenge that was given and you guys rise to it so well. Girls, we'll have our own episode, don't you worry. And we'll uh, show those men up. Not that it's a competition, but it's slightly a competition. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. We don't need it. We got it. But, and then we'll, maybe we'll come up with a topic that we'll have a, you know, controversial. Yeah, we'll have a discussion. Yeah. yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of a, I think we're kind of outnumbered. Oh, no, we are. I got people. I got people. This is kind of weird. We really are outnumbered. Anyway, moving forward. So let's do a kind of a quick check-in. Um, how's everybody besides 
how's everyone doing? Anything anybody wants to bring up before we get into today's topic? Nielsen? Um, I'm doing good. This week is amazing. I had a great start. I've been chilling, coming here, playing games and playing basketball. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Doing some markets, you convinced me to come out here and I'm enjoying the best week. Yeah, month. that's good. I'm so glad to hear that. Nielsen's out out from his, you know, out in the world wonder. So you guys have been out and playing a lot of stuff at the Imani Center. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of summer programs. Yeah, the summer programs are in like in full swing now. This is the second week. What about anybody else? Anybody else want to share anything? Anything that's exciting? Anything you guys saw in the news? Uh, so um, personally for me, I, yeah, this summer has been great, especially with how the whole school year has been. And last year it definitely has been like a good break for me, and especially others too at the bridge. Because it's like really nice not just being at home doing nothing and not interacting. It's like right here you can get all of that. So like really exciting. It's really like, you know, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, has anybody seen, I don't know, it happened yesterday. Did anybody see what happened at Essex Mall, Short Hills Mall? No. Mm, no, I haven't heard. Did you guys see the video about the Karen? Was she pretending? So, Oh, is it like the story where the lady was following the, this other lady. At the Victoria's Secret? A, yeah, yeah, she was a So I wanted to know if you guys then, saw, anybody see it? Yes. Yeah, and then as soon as the cameras were turned towards her, she went into cry and pretend like she was a victim. So, yeah, what did you guys think about it? Did anybody want to say what happened? I can, I can say. All right, go ahead. So, um, this Caucasian lady was following, um, this, um, I like black girl so and stuff. What is she, no, it was a it was black. Yeah, white. this Caucasian lady was following this black girl around the store. She kept following her. The girl was trying to kept trying to back up, trying to stay away from her and stuff. She just kept harassing the lady. Yeah. And then as soon as the cameras were torn were turned towards the Caucasian lady, she started crying and pretending like she was the victim when she was the crazy. one harassing the black lady. So. Yeah. And then when the police came, the police came. The police automatically took the white the Caucasian lady side. Did you she, see the other videos though? Um, not really. Okay. Cause I saw I saw videos three, three, four, and five. So, but yeah, that's what was said that she, that that she felt like they were automatically taken. Cause um, they didn't ask her to leave. Well, the thing was that uh, the the police officers didn't ask anybody to leave. Nobody was asked to be removed. And the woman felt that because the, the the lady was, I think she did, she hit her twice, I think in the video, right? Um, that the lady should have been removed from the mall. Do you guys feel like she should have been removed from the mall? Yeah, the part that stuck out to me was that um, um, the, the, the customers and the employees stuck up for the black lady, but yeah. um, the police still took her side. Still took the Caucasian lady's side, even though the employees saw what the what the Caucasian lady was doing to the right. black lady. The yeah. police still took her side. Good. I think they should have took more awareness and actions, the employees and the customers, of what happened in the situation. And they should have handled the situation more properly and not take sides but once was based off of evidence and witness of what happened at the situation, not favoritism the situation right 
so I mean, so it goes into our conversation of, you know, this goes into that defund the police when it really should, I think, is reform the police. You know, we don't have enough mental health workers, right? You know, that could have been handled so much differently if a mental health worker went out there and was like, de-escalated that situation. Because I don't know if you guys, you guys should watch the video that a lot of people just kind of sat there and watched the bystander effect, which people just were like, not getting involved in this mess, not gonna handle this, you know? But if somebody just sat there and was like, listen, you go over there, you go over there and everybody relax, right? Do you think it could have went differently? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, and like, I just feel like certain, there's always, like different alternatives to handling situations it's just that people will always choose biased reasons just to handle situations and it and it's only like based on their opinions and how they feel personally because this was definitely like a racist like a situ situation we have here like if there were witnesses and mm -hmm. evidence there saying that the white Caucasian, Caucasian, I can't pronounce it, Caucasian. Caucasian lady, sorry, was um, harassing the black lady, then they should have took the black lady's side and just took the Caucasian lady out of the story because she that's causing a disturbance. If you're causing a disturbance, you just should be taken temporarily out of the story. But right. if you're not, then you can stay there and you can be you can do whatever you can just attend it doing that there but if you were causing some type of disturbance then you should just leave for now unless right. you do more then that's up to the officials right um and i hate the fact that bystander bystanders would rather will sit and watch somebody take blame for something that they didn't do right and tell the truth yeah right you know it's like how many times do people sit and rather watch what happened instead of like you know how many lives could be changed had they got more involved, right? So this kind of leads into our topic for today. So July is National Minority Mental Health Month. So when you think of mental health, we you know when we think of mental health, we've talked about mental health before, right? That was May. But now we're kind of narrowing it down to a certain population. We're thinking of minorities. When you, when you think of minority mental health, what do you think about? Let's open it to the floor. When I think of minority mental health, I think of like small groups of like different people that are affiliated with that group. So okay. Like um, different race, ethnicities and everything, you know, I think of like, like different school districts, depending on if they have a certain amount of um, like, segregation type of okay. thing in that school or anything so that's what i think about. okay um what i think about this is that many people have to face many different mental health but this one specifically it's like a small a bit of a population has to face this type of mental health because of many different cases caused by family friends or themselves in this generation and world of society right okay <laughs> i saw you put the put the uh the mic down yeah i also want to say that like this type of mental health like for um only minority group doesn't really get a lot of um attention because not many people especially in the minority group not many people like um uh have um doctors that they can go to or therapy i mean therapists that they mm -hmm. can go to when they have like issues right and and sometimes because of the way some minority group is they see mental health as um 
a bad thing. And it's a taboo. Try to um, um, tackle it, and they will just just lay it down. Like it will, like it will, it will solve itself. So I think that this month is a really important month for many people, especially in my house. Right. Go ahead, Nielsen, and then Ava, you're gonna go. I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay. I agree with Kim because a lot of people try to, their best to seek help and only a little bit of population seek the help. And once they do, it brings sunlight and, you know, it brings up good pride and joy and show people that, hey, you could take action about your mental health situation. But some people see mental health as not serious or it's not important, but it does affect yourself as a human of mental health so you have to take awareness of mental health so okay so you hit a good point there not a lot of people go and seek out mental health especially minorities why you can go you can go, you can go. Uh, oh oh uh josiah is gonna go go ahead josiah the reason why I think not a lot of uh, minorities seek help when it comes to mental health is I think they think it's a sign of weakness because um, I, I, I quite remember um, I watched some clip of, um, you know, a family that I um, thought like, I think it's mostly because it's associated with um, people who, let's say, have difficulties in society that um, aren't like us who like don't have the, they don't have that, um, what is the word? I'll say what we call like people who aren't so normal, like who really need help, but that's why people associate mental health with them and it's people see it as a weakness. That's why I don't think a lot of minorities seek help. Okay. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Right. That weakness is a big thing. So I also think that the main reason why maybe minority people seek help is also, as I said in the first point, um, like there aren't many people that look like them, not that they can um, try to associate with them. Because if right now I, as a black African immigrant, come like to try and mm-hmm. seek help from someone who's maybe have stayed in a, um, it's a white, um, white lady who stayed in right. America, she can't relate to me. And I can't so relate true. to her. So it's like, be like, why am I going to seek help from this person? And I think that the thing we need to do is try to um, make more diversity in the, the group of like mental health with therapists and stuff like that, so that we can um, try to help everyone in like in their own situation and in like a unique way. Yeah. That is such, you made such an important point. Okay. Yes, and I'm gonna get there. Go ahead, Jonathan. Um, you know um, how Mark is like in, on the few episodes we spoke before. Um, he was talking about how um how he said that how he avoids uh, anger and like um sadness. He yeah. Go watch anime or play games. Yeah. That's another reason why minorities don't go reach out for like help when it comes to depression because they hide their emotions into the games, into the stuff they watch. Right. Okay. So they find other ways to to, um, to handle sense, it. Right. I, Which um, is not always the best way. Um, I agree with Josiah because um, um, they they don't want to seek help because that's a form of weakness, and when when you show weakness, people can take advantage of you, so they feel vulnerable. Yeah. So they decide to hide their weakness or take care of it themselves, or um, sometimes, sometimes people when people are sh- like um stressed out, they would um if for say for instance, uh, I like to work and stuff like that, 
I would um I would just keep working to hide the fact that I'm I'm dealing with a lot of issues mm-hmm. and stuff, even yeah. though that's not that's not good. Right. Exactly. Just like you hit your hand before. Did you still have it up? Oh no, I just I just had to take it off because you know it was on. I forgot to take it off before. Oh, okay. I agree with them because a lot of people hide their emotions to feel better, but at the same time. If you show your emotions to someone, they take advantage and they use it against you to feel lesser and lesser vulnerable of yourself. And then when you try to express yourself, either someone learned from your lesson or they just use it against you to make you feel more weak. So at the end of the day, even if you express Mm -hmm. what you are, who you are, it's a 50% chance or a 50% more chance, 50-50, that, you know, you might help someone or you might just hurt yourself. Okay. But at the end of the day, you still are trying to put the effort to change. I like that. Okay. Um, a lot of people don't seek help or reach out to other people about their problems because they are afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. And um, especially when if you ask someone for help and instead of helping you, they're judging you, you will feel like there's no there's no one that you can run to or you don't wanna you don't wanna reach out because they're never gonna help you. They're just gonna take advantage of you and stuff like that. Yeah. That's great. No, you guys are being, I mean, you guys are hitting really good points. Marcus, were you going to say something? Uh, yeah, the reason why, like, people don't reach out when it comes to, like, mental health and everything is because of, like, the binding that society puts up on people. So they're, they're forced to not express certain things around certain people because certain people don't accept the fact that this thing should be normal, yeah. which is the major issue is that most of the things that are happening to us is not normal. When me, Kelvin, Tayana, we were talking before this about the topic and everything, and we talked about um, physical and mental pain. And we talked about how physical pain, we can see it, while mental pain, we cannot see it. There's, right. They might be signs, but it's really hard to see the difference between the two, which is like, which why me, Kelvin, Tayana brought up why can't we accept physical pain the same way right we have mental pain right oh and to go off on that before i say anything about that i feel like a lot of people won't even try to or attempt to get help because they may feel like they deserve it they may feel like that they okay. they, feel, they may feel like that they need the pain or they feel like um they did so much bad in their lives that hey maybe i do deserve all this um anxiety or worries like and that's the bad thing because you can't feel that way about yourself. You should be your number one advocate of love. And if you're your number one advocate of hate, you're not you're not gonna attempt to actually give yourself help. You're gonna like keep doing things that's gonna hurt yourself. You're never yeah. gonna like do anything to help your mind or your body. And then same and like saying how like with physical health, you can obviously see that like people can see that something's like physically wrong with you unless you try to like root if you like try really hard to conceal it. Well with mental health you can look you can be breaking down like really bad inside but nobody's gonna be able to see that because especially with masks too because masks can really conceal it so you can be feeling really bad but nobody's mm-hmm. gonna even see it and that's making and that's making it hard and that's why a lot of people have to talk but mm-hmm. you also gotta be observant and aware about like people's situations too but don't be too wasted about their situations too because you try to do that then you're just gonna like make them run away even more yeah okay hands off you wanted to say something hands off yeah, I said that the reason why they don't reach out because they are too proud and you know how do I say they are too proud and 
and want to do everything by themselves. And also some of them believe that they don't want help from the people that oppress them, or you know, the people they think that's oppressing them. So they don't try to try to ask, ask out for help. Yeah. I mean, you guys are hitting so many good points. Someone go. Okay, so another reason that people don't seek help is because like once you're surrounded by a lot of people, you're you're not sure of like their true motives as to why they hang, they want to hang around you or and you're scared because like if you're not sure what somebody is capable of doing yeah. or um if you're not sure what they're gonna do with this information, you wouldn't really open up to them. Yeah. So the distrust. Oh god. Have a lot of issues like mental health and everything. Some people overthink and they have bad time trusting people. Because once you trust someone and they break it, that just messed up your whole entire self-esteem and everything. The one person you told everything you truly care about, they could just mess up your whole life with the information. Yeah. And once you give someone information about you, even if you like come out with your family or friends. They can't really do anything, but they're just going to talk bad about, oh, this person got depression. Oh, this person got bad problems yeah. and everything. They can't really help the situation, but they make it worse. And they even think, was it worth telling them, or should I just kept it inside? Because the more you tell people, they're going to use it against you, and they're not going to make the situation any better when you tell them. Yeah. So true. It takes a lot of strength to open up to someone. Mm-hmm. and stuff so like the second they take advantage of you mm-hmm. you're not it's gonna be hard for you to open up again yeah. and one last thing so let's say your mental health is so bad to the point you can't even like think about anything mm-hmm. like, let's say you have like dementia or you have ptsd you're so like afraid and you're such in a bad place and let's say you don't even have any friends around any allies around to help you to the point you're just gonna you're just stuck in that bad place until if you have a miracle somebody can actually help you so if you have like a really really i mean i'm saying every every mental illness is bad but if yours is like bad to a certain point that like let's say you're alone and you, and you can't receive help because nobody even knows your situation yeah that can really play a bad part a bad role into what you're experiencing yeah yeah um, awesome. i was gonna say that um like like she said um Ava, right yeah. like trust and stuff like that and like what friends think and family think that's that plays an important role in like telling saying out your feelings because you can't trust your friends because they you know that they're gonna treat you wrong because right. of what you have the pressure the depression you have the overthinking is gonna make you overthink even more if you know that your friends are gonna think bad at you because you have depression right. it's gonna make you think it's gonna make you um think that you you can't trust your family anymore and all this other stuff yeah yeah, and we're going on on like the, the friends that you can trust uh, and the family members. Like when I was in Africa, for instance, the way the mental illnesses was looked at was like really bad. Like if someone had a mental illness, they considered it like a witchcraft. And you know how- um, That's true. Yeah. And you, like when old women, like people get old, they get like dementia and stuff like that. Like when they, um, people, um, like old women will be sitting there talking to themselves, they'll be like, oh, she did something wrong and the gods punish her for what she did or what he did. And be like, they don't try to seek help for the person. And always because of that, when even someone has um, a, a, something going on with them, they don't want to say because they'll say, maybe I have a, um, I'm, I'm a witch or something. Right. Like a, and 
when you are a witch or something the community people look down on you and like the way they they see that and so because of all this people don't try to um go and seek help if they have like um they have a, they think that they're alone or something like that and they will always like like deep within them and because of that like there are many things going on in my country like if you see like suicide rates and yeah stuff like that and it's like they don't try to teach you even if you go to school to say the truth when i was when i was back there i didn't even know that much about mental illness until i came here mm-hmm. you see and it also goes back like in, even in, in america here there are still some communities that sees it like i still a bad thing they don't try to fix it so i think that it, it should be really looked at and yeah. talked a lot more in schools like how it is now um, yeah one thing that i really don't understand is that um why associate yourself with someone that you wouldn't you you can't trust or um feel that like you wouldn't you would never be able to open up to them because you're afraid that they're going to judge you you shouldn't associate yourself with people that are judgmental you should you should you should associate yourself with people that you can trust that you will be that that you will know that will give you advice that will help you and tell you the truth no matter how how much it will hurt you yeah what I would like to say is many people think mental health is a phase mm-hmm. or they take it as a joke or it's not right. a serious application. They're like, oh, it'll go away or it's not really that serious. Besides, you're still young or you're old. Anyone can have it at any age and they can have it at any time. And they're supposed to take actions and causes to see how can they fix it. But like, I, like what um, Marcus said earlier, I agree with him because many people do many things to hide their emotions because you can't tell if someone's actually smiling the only reason you could tell if you're smiling because they're just smiling you can't tell if it's fake or real yep because a lot of people build up their emotions inside them and if you have the ability to read anyone's mind you will actually see and hear what people actual thoughts and how they're feeling and you want to help them yep so there was a time and stuff where I, I would I would I would I wouldn't say that I was in a bad place, but yeah. I was in denial and stuff about the situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my friend, he sent me a message and um he told me the hard truth, and I was mad at it. I was mad, but then yeah. I t- I took a break. I started thinking about what he said, and I realized he was right, and I needed to express myself more and be and be myself. Right. I would I would always um. I would, I would really, I would always switch personalities, really. So I would mm-hmm. act a certain way at school, and then I wouldn't, I would never act that way anywhere else. Yeah. And that was not good. Uh, um, Yosef, you brought up a point about, like, people not trusting each other or something like that. I feel like that can go both ways, because let me give you an example of, like, let's say I live in another country, and, like, the people, my community states that, oh, black people are bad like just states that i feel like you need to gain trust before you like trust someone even though you have that doubting feeling of not trusting that person it's just it's just a process of like getting to know all of their things that you like about them, things that you don't like about them so i feel like yeah, it can go both ways with that thing that you just stated um, we're gonna just say just say, say what you just said Um, what I pretty much just said to sum it up, I said people need to hear what they what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. 
the human nature always itches to hear what it wants to hear and always against deceit. So we should always tune our ears to hear the truth, not what we really want to hear. We should always examine ourselves properly. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you guys are making, go ahead. Well, what I would like to say is that a lot of people have to express a lot of different personalities to please other people. But if you don't bring out your true self, you got to see who will actually stay. Because if you bring out fake personalities and your fake self, like say that, you know, you always do weird, stupid stuff that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah. Just to make someone stay. And if you brought your actual self, you will see the people that actually care about you have been honest with you, loyal with you, and give you good advice. Yeah. Even if they didn't give you the great advice, it's a piece of advice to keep in mind. And they, you know that they will help you in the, uh, they'll help you in the end. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, I saw a video on TikTok. The video said that um, people, people, the question was people hate liars. And then the guy reacted to the video. He said, that is, that is not true. People love liars. Um, and let me, let me explain. He basically said that people love liars because like people love hearing what they want to hear instead of the truth. People love lies because liars will lie to you to make you happy. And people don't, people would rather you lie to them so they can feel good about themselves. Than, the, than, the, than for you to tell the truth and stuff. That's basically what he said. Hmm. And I don't get that because I don't get that because um, you would rather somebody lie to you instead of telling you telling you the truth. Because uh, like, I really y'all tell me. If somebody truth. told you the truth, that would mean that they care for you and that they want you to improve yourself so that you will never make the same mistake that you made in the past hmm. or that you are probably going to make again in the future. In the near future. Yeah. So you guys really put a lot out there and, um, and I appreciate everybody's truly, I appreciate everybody's honesty. And I always say, speak your truth, um, for those (laughs) that, that was Nielsen that typed. Um, so I want to talk about real quick, the systematic barriers that are in place for the minority community. You know, um, though right now it's estimated that it's about 12% of the, of the U.S. population. Why do they consider it a high-risk population? For example, um, for the Black community, compromises approximately 40% of the homeless population, 50% of the prison population, and 45% of the children in the foster care system. Um, research shows that exposure to violence, incarceration, and in, in, this is an article that I pulled out, environment, uh, involvement in the foster care system can increase the chances of developing of mental illness. The Black community is at a significant increase of developing a mental health issue due to historical, economic, social, political influences that systematically expose the Black community to factors known to be damaging to psychological and physical health. So what do you guys think about that? That's a lot. Well, I think someone's like, mm. no, I'm like, what's going? <laughs> so go ahead. Well, what I think why is a high risk, dangerous situation is because the type of situation people are in, like say if you're a poor person and a wealthy person, depending what type of position and the type of person you are, many people will look at you differently and handle your situation very differently. 
they won't treat the situation the same because they'll treat it they'll treat it either by race gender or how wealthy how much money you have and sometimes just take they'll just take your money and not help you in the end so that's why it's a high risking situation because either even if your situation is solved you're one of the good percentage population that got solved and you can help others okay yeah um say that um i think that um these white people are judging bad from what they look right from what they look like you know how the um the saying goes like don't judge a book by its cover yep so um i know how you said all these numbers about um 50 percent of the people in jail are black people right 40 mm percent -hmm. are in homeless right and then 45 percent are um in foster care right mm-hmm um, I think that these are just little numbers of what the whole black population in the U.S. is, and this is this 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 shouldn't matter about how you look at every single black person. Not every single black person is gonna go to jail. Not every single black person is homeless or in foster care. What they should see is that is that um, many of the black people, even though they're in bad ways, they could fix their their um their errors again. Is we we have many tries in this life. It's not just one try. It's not oh you go to jail, fifty years you spend your whole life there. You learn your lesson in there. It's yeah. not it's not you don't just go there just to go there. You learn your lessons. Right. And that's what that's what people don't see. That's why they um judge black people for no reason mm -hmm. because they don't see that they've done errors too. Right. Mm -hmm. Even Hispanics, everyone does yeah. errors. Right. I add on to what Jonathan said. Most of it might not even be an error. It may be because they got they got injustice because, as Ms. Leila stated, the news article that she just the article you stated where um the black person was um in the mall and everything. Mm -hmm. Pe the police officers looked at her at a different viewpoint, mm -hmm. and they didn't even take consideration of the customers, the employees that were there that were watching her and everything. Mm -hmm. But they just took what the white person said and just called it a day yeah. that could have been that can be a good percentage of people that went to jail because because our police officers a good amount of them don't live in our community they don't know how we how our lifestyle is they don't know what people have been through yeah. so they'll just like they'll take anything and go with anything without a good majority of police officers not all just yeah. to make that clear a good majority will go that way will not take any information consideration yeah and just just take whoever they favoritism like Ava stated yep okay um we're gonna have Tiana then you okay so like speaking with mental health and like racism is always going to be a center and sexism will always be a center in a lot of these situations due to the fact a lot of times when you try to seek help in like let's say if a black woman is trying to give birth versus a white woman it's a very it's a very critical system because when a lot of people try to like when a lot of women try to give birth they don't get the same treatment right as white women and it's very true really affects them too and let's say with postpartum depression a lot of the times like when they probably would try to seek help they can't get it. and if they do seek help it's probably not of the same quality either right and it's also with businesses too and like with employment a lot of times like especially with this whole pandemic a lot of us lost jobs a lot of people lost jobs that really just hurted their how they felt in, inside because they felt like how am i going to pay rent what am i going to do a mm -hmm. lot of people even got evicted and it's like i know and it's like a lot of um people were homeless out on the streets which a lot of the times that's a very dangerous place to be in 
So it's like, you know, it's really dangerous. And I just think that if people just, a lot of people are trying to like have many reforms, but it's just, it's a very like, it's a very time consuming. It's gonna just take too much. It's just gonna take too many lives before a lot of change changes can happen before people can actually feel better and actually get the help they need. Yeah. Okay. Right, go ahead, Nelson. Josiah said that he can't speak right now. Okay, so uh, okay. I'll read uh, Josiah's thing. Also, bad, bad influence corrupts and could lead people to be incarcerated, and sometimes the people in power want to keep them locked up. Okay, so basically, I wanted to say that I agreed with Ava earlier that people often judge you for like, people often judge you um, because of your how wealthy you are. And like, there was this story. It's from an anime that I watch. That's all right. Share the story. It's called Monsters. So basically, there's a surgeon. He he helps save lives and everything. And he has a boss. So let me just continue this story. So one, you, sorry. Day, Go ahead. one day, a kid came into the hospital. He was injured really mm-hmm. badly. And then there was this. So the surgeon was operating on the kid. Okay. And then um, a few a few minutes later, while he was operating, the mayor came in. Oh, wow. okay. The boss forced the surgeon to save the mayor, even though the kid came in first, because he said that it would help boost the hospital status. And um, so then the surgeon was forced to save the, save the, wait, the, the surgeon was forced to save the mayor. Mm-hmm. And there was another time, um, this, another person came in, a kid, and then there was this other person again. Yeah. Um, this time, the, the surgeon got mad. He said, I'm not saving, I'm not saving the person that's more wealthy. I'm going to save the person that came first. And um, he saved the person that came first. And then <laughs> this, like, it's a plot twist because the person that he saved ended up being a murderer and was going around killing everybody. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Crazy. We're going to have. Okay. So I just <laughs> wanted to talk about, like, the way the prison system is, like, it, it is, like, just the way the prison system is. Mm-hmm. Because um, the way it is, it makes people go, like, um, they force people into um, a really tough situation. So, like, I, I like watching documentaries on prison. <laughs> I've like seen that. some. They're yeah. pretty good. And the way that prisoners are treated, they make them feel inhumane. And um, most of that time, what they are doing is not trying to reform the prisoners. It's just making them worse. Like, um, I, don't, I forgot the country, but one country in the, um, Europe, the way they treat their prisoners is so good that... Um, for like um, when the prisoners come out, like they, they become better people than they are. But in um, America, I think uh, if um, a prisoner is let out about maybe three, they are three times more likely to get arrested again. They are. So yeah. I think that the main thing we should do is try to change the way our prison system is and try to treat the people more humane and focus on how to help them re-enter society instead of trying to like punish them because we all do mistakes we all um we we are, we are not perfect creatures but the thing is that we need to try to make sure that the person who did the mistake um, is getting a lesson and also is trying to change their habits so that they can try to re-enter society um, yeah, that's good um, i agree with kelvin because like if um if a p- person gets arrested for doing drugs or um say for instance a person gets arrested because like they keep doing a lot of illegal drugs and stuff like that um once they go to jail instead of instead of um 
instead of like the police people mm-hmm. helping them deal with their addiction and stuff, they would force them in jail and force them to um deal with their addiction, which is why once they once they um got in jail, they would go back do, to doing the same thing because they didn't really help them deal with their addiction. They was forced to do it against their own will and stuff. Yeah. I agree with both of them because some situations of criminal crimes and everything are not handled properly how they're supposed to be handled. Like say a homeless person got addicted to nicotine or some type of drug and he was given an unfair sentence. And if it was a famous celebrity that took nicotine and drugs or you know, mm-hmm. took illegal drugs, he would have had either a less oh, sentence man. and that would have went on the news and everyone would have went crazy yep. because that person's a celebrity. But they should handle all situations the same instead of mistreating all situations. Because they don't tr- if they don't treat situations right, it's like being unfair to people every day. And also they should accept like they should have better cooperating systems to help all types of people. Right. Like they should spread the word about don't do drugs and they should have systems to help people who deals with drugs to not do them and then it's the people's choice either to continue to drug and get help from a doctor and take medication from it or it's the it could go another way they can still do drugs and you know get into trouble but at the end of the day alone you're doing your best and giving them help but if you don't give them help and advice then they're still going to go the wrong path and the wrong way so i think they should do more awareness about mental health about drugs they should do like more experiments about what can it do like they should show like a mannequin and how you know if you inject drugs into you how would it affect you what is it going to do to you like they should do all these types of things in school and the community and show all types of people and they should handle everyone's situation the same not because of someone's race or favoritism yeah. a situation yeah this is another thing i um that we talked about in in the boys episode, in the men's episode, um, that yeah. Is, after Tiana, then we're done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. After so, it's gonna go you, and then Tiana, then we're okay. Yeah. So like that's another thing we talked about that um, if you want, oh, if you want people to oh, stop, do you want yeah, well, okay. If you want people to stop smoking and drinking and all this other stuff, well then why do you put why do you sell it in the stores? Why why is it illegal to sell cigarettes in the in the grocery store, why is it illegal to have a liquor store? If yeah. you want to change the stuff, then make a change in everything. Yeah. Well, going on with that, a lot of people are not going to change it because it's economically better for them. It's mm-hmm. not, they don't care about people's health because it's not them, it's not their family. Right. All they care about is money. Money makes the world go around, and, and love too, because love of money, love for money, will make the world go around too. Yeah, money so, it really is the root of all evil. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and like to go on with minorities like the lgbtq like a lot of people kind of forget that yes a lot of lgbtq people need help like transgenders a lot of transgenders are very afraid to seek help mm-hmm. because they know because it's you see a, a, a lot a lot of times on the news a lot of a lot of lgbtq transgenders are getting killed just because they want to identify as a male or a female yep and it's like the, the risk for, for actually expressing who you are is just like really huge and critical. It's like really big. And the fact that a lot of people can't even be who they feel like they are in mm-hmm. a sense, because if they feel that way, you shouldn't care. Like you really should not care. It's just how they 
that's how they were, that's how they feel as a human being. And shit. Yeah. About that. But since a lot of people do care about that and they feel that they have to care about that, they take it upon themselves to actually murder them or cause the other, or harass them or stalk them or cause them to actually do things such as suicide, which is why we have such a high rate for them, but other than the other parts of the LGBTQ. Yeah, no, but you made a really good point that some, a community within, even within that own community is at risk. Um, I partially agree with Ava about the part where she said um, people should be treated the same and like every situation should be should be like um, handled the same way. I don't agree with that part because like not everyone is the same. Everyone yeah. have different mental issues and right. stuff and you can't handle every situation the same. So no, like, it looks different change, on everybody. Sometimes you might have to change it up or do something different to help the person that you're um, helping. So. Yeah, no, you, make it you don't have to be, I mean, you don't have to um, be unfair for or like, or like um handle the situation because of the person's skin color and stuff but you should handle the situation differently and stuff like that yeah that's all i want to say no, that's great um no you, you make a good point there so um we've made we've hit um our time and so we're hitting towards our last minute thoughts so for our last minute thoughts on this topic i want you guys to think about your last minute thoughts in, is a way on how we can change the system. How do we improve it? How do we improve it? The system. So I want you to think about it in that way. So you, you don't have to answer back on someone. Remember, a last minute thought is just um, a way to change. Uh, thank you for listening. And ways that we improve the system is by first we think about what is the problem with our society. Secondly, we communicate just as give me a one. team. Okay. Just give me one. Okay, I'm done there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me one. Just give me one way to change the system. Okay. Um, I also wanted to say I agree with Ms. Layla that we shouldn't really de like deform the police. We should reform it into ways that it can help benefit everyone. And something like if we're like, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, just give it one. Give one. I think we should improve every piece of what's wrong and not, you know, I think we should, how do I say this? I think we should, I think we should be more informed about each and everyone's situation, either it's about mental illness, drugs, physically and mentally. We should be informed about it and try to spread and grow and try to do better for everyone. Yeah, it's basically like the same thing. Just for education, like the, I think that education is the most important thing because if you don't know what um what people are going through or what like um the situation is all about, and if you don't see mental illness as um the way it should be seen, then people are not going to understand it. So I think we should educate people more and try to make them understand about the situation. Education, yeah. And for me, I think people should honestly not judge people about how they feel about themselves and about, and if they, and you can judge someone, but don't judge them in a way where it's just going to make them feel even worse about themselves. In a constructive way. Yeah, be like, constructive, be like, you can judge in a way, like, say, like, let's say they're doing something really bad and it's not helping their mental health, then just give them advice, then give them tips on how to fix it instead of make, 
making the situation making the situation worse for them yeah. and like bad for others because if that person is not in a good state of mind then others are not in a good state of mind you have to think about others too yes yourself is important but you affect others so always think about that and just don't judge yeah one more thing okay so there was this like this story this um this person confided in me was telling me stuff that um that yeah. she was going through or whatever and i me i gave her advice and then i gave her the truth and she got mad at me mm-hmm. because i didn't lie to her like i just gave her the truth and i don't really get that but yeah i'm okay with it because i did what i had to do thank you for joining um my last thought would be for everyone to just Pay attention to who you chill with and also pay attention to the bad companies and make sure to cut them off because it's not good for you. Nice. Thank you. Hand off anything? Uh, my last thought is that we all should be able to ask other people for help so we're in our deepest spot. More preferably the people you can trust and, you know, so you don't just tell any stranger. Yes, you know, when we need of help, ask somebody. All right. Awesome. Thank you. So I'm going to end on a quote that just popped up on my phone. I usually get quotes on the hour. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, so it says, you are strong. You are beautiful. You are loved. You are special. You are not weak. You are not defective. You are not weird. And you are not a lost cause. I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the safe space. You can check us out on uh, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, and Podbean. Um, and we'll be in years again next week. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.